Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the first movie commentary with Rowan Wood and Brandon Savory. I don't know if this is going to be like a separate show or part of something else, so we're just calling it a movie commentary with Rowan Wood and Brandon Savory for now. Uh, I'm Rowan Wood, and this is... Brennan Savory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so uh, our first movie that we're going to be watching is the 2012 horror comedy Cabin in the Woods. Uh, and we have, um, Brennan and I have very different approaches to the, uh, to the genres portrayed in this film. Brennan, would you like to, uh, to talk about your view of this material? This material as in genre? As yeah, a whole, genre, movie, whatever. Yeah. Genre as a whole... I hate horror movies. I really do. Um, there was a point in time where I didn't even want to watch Zombieland, even though that movie is hysterical. But I feel like that, for me, horror comedies help because I love, I love comedy movies. You and I watch comedy movies all the time. But the horror aspect is usually like, like second to the to the comedy yeah like uh what is that movie uh dale and tucker versus the forces of evil oh yeah 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 tucker and dale versus evil that is amazing amazing movie. fantastic movie yeah definitely so, more yes, comedy I, than horror for sure yeah i love the genre of comedy horror mm-hmm. yeah uh, and i think cabin in the woods um <clears throat> it was written and directed uh, by Drew Goddard with help from Joss Whedon on the script. Um, <clears throat> and I personally like the work of those two guys. Not a huge fan of Joss Whedon as a person, but his work is pretty darn good. Um, and yeah, this is my probably my, my favorite horror comedy. Um, maybe my favorite horror movie just in general. Because um, I feel like there's definitely more horror elements here uh, than in other horror comedies like Tucker and Dale. Um, but it's just in general, I really enjoy it. Um, and I find it to be, uh, very interesting and a lot of fun. Uh, so I would recommend all of you listening out there to have seen this movie before you start listening to this, uh, to our running commentary, because we're going to watch the whole movie and, uh, you can watch it with us or you can just listen to our commentary. It might not make a lot of sense sometimes, uh, but we're going to be watching this at home and commenting on it, talking about it. Uh, maybe we'll go off on some unrelated tangents. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so um, purpose of this, uh, we're just sort of starting out this little show idea type thing. But uh, basically the purpose is uh, so you can watch movies along with us. And it's like, it's going to be like we're there in the room. Whoa with you watching movies and we're um, sorry for that yes we extend our deepest condolences um but uh yeah so brennan are you ready to get started i am all right cool so uh when i say the word start we are going to press play on the cabin in the woods so three okay. two one start These gears look real. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. I used to think that Lionsgate like didn't really do too many horror movies. And then I saw the Saw franchise of which they made all of them. So now oh, I'm they not did? surprised in the least. Yes, they did. I didn't know they did Saw. They did. Yeah. Did you like the first Saw? I never uh, saw them because I it's did like the first Saw. Or... The third one was my favorite. 
Um, I watched all of them except the eighth one, but I'm, I'll watch the eighth one before um, the new one comes out, uh, apparently in May. Uh, Is the Chris- eighth one Jigsaw? Yes, and the ninth one has Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson in it. So I'm quite excited for that. That was supposed to come out last May, but the goddamn pandemic pushed it back. So, yeah. Were you... Um, so, so wait, Brennan, Brennan, have you seen this movie in its entirety before? Yeah, we watched it together. That's true. Were you... Um, because I knew what was going on, but were you at first confused by this intro? By like what, what, what was going on? Oh my God, wait, no. I didn't watch the beginning... Cause I remember I was at your house and I'm like, Oh God, no, like, mm-hmm. fuck this. Fuck it. It's a yeah. horror movie. So I went biking around your neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and then I came back and then I saw it right when the teens were introduced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, the opening was written intentionally to make audiences believe they had wandered into the wrong theater. And then, and, and, and then they have the cabin in the woods uh, title card, but it's, I mean, <clears throat> Richard Jenkins and Bradley Whitford are just fantastic. They're some of my favorite parts of this movie. Um, oh, so I'm, yeah. I'm very happy that the movie started out with them. Bradley Whitford is fantastic in is. almost everything he's in. Very Unfortunately, good. I've not seen a lot of the things he's in. You mm-hmm. probably know him from Get Out. I never saw Get Out. Get Out is another thing that we should have. Get Out is definitely I'm, more horror, so I don't know how much you would like that, but it's it's very good. I'll still very, watch very it. I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And he was also in West Wing that I never saw, but he was, I heard he was fantastic in West Wing. I've seen a few episodes of West Wing, yeah. And Richard Jenkins was in Shape of Water. Yes, he was. Which I went to go see with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did not know it was rated R. And yeah, I freaked very, out. very rated R. I was yes. like, because I was what, like 15? When did that movie come out? 2017? About, yeah. But, but the Orpheum Theater in Chatham does not care. Uh, unless you're like a little child, it doesn't really care about age. About age. It showed January. I think we saw January. We saw January it in January of 2018. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, you're right. You're right. So I was like freaked out. Yeah. Because well, also because it starts off with a woman masturbating. Yeah, I mean, I work there. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This beginning doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Uh, because you're, you're they... gonna get upset when someone sees you, but you have a bunch of windows around. Yeah, you like all you're the windows dancing pantsless. I mean, that had to be intentional. I mean, like they're like like in terms of in terms of directing, because there's no way that they would stage this in like purposefully without the windows open. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really I like, like how they played on all the cliches here. Yes, I feel like that was definitely the point. Because they're like, oh, she got boned by her teacher. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> lol. Funny. Like, lol, haha, <laughs> sexual harassment from a teacher. <laughs> well, I mean, apparently it was consensual, but like... it's It was still a... It yeah. was semi It's still probably an illegal relationship. <laughs> yes. I love how Amazon has like trivia and filming locations and actors on the side and like in like the scenes that they appear. I think that's pretty cool. I love how all this exposition means nothing. Exactly, yeah. They're giving you all this exposition and literally is never brought up again because they don't need it. They do it just to pretty much throw you off your rhythm. I feel like her, uh, Dana, having an affair with her teacher sort 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 of sets up her... I guess um, 
like you know it shows how i don't know i mean I feel like, like just, just like Hot Fuzz, another one of my favorite movies, um, like a lot of stuff that's mentioned or brought up in the first half comes back in the second hold on, half. Hold on, Not necessarily. Dumb scene. Dumb scene. Why did he do that? What, you Why think did he... Holden jumping in front of the car or Chris Hemsworth throwing it past them? Both. Both. Why would he go all the way up? Sorry to interrupt you. But why in God's name would Thor go up to the top of the, to the story that they're in? <laughs> Shuck it out the window to the guy in the middle of a street. To be fair, this uh, this was filmed in 2009, long before Chris Hemsworth was Thor. This was filmed in 2009? Yes, and it was stuck for a while before it was released in three, th- three years later. See, and he seems super smart. That's what I love because he's yeah. a draw character, but he's yes. super smart. Yeah, I think well, not it's like the, super smart, but he's pretty intelligent. The angle was the, um, the angle was the, um, like the the gas and the toxins, for example, in Jules's yeah. hair makes them dumber, um, just to fit in with the cliches and stereotypes. The acting is like not bad here. Just like in 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 the whole movie, I feel like you know, they're like like they're stock teen characters, but that's the point. And I think the actors do a really great job with it. This guy was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes, he was. He was the <laughs> he drummer was, uh, for yeah, Loaded yeah, yeah. Diaper. He, he was Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why I remember his name. Amazon's general trivia says the thermal coffee mug slash bong was a fully functional mug. And no, bong, it was. It was. The prototype of which cost $5,000 to make. Wow. But Drew Goddard, I remember reading up on this. Drew Goddard, he is a devout Christian. I'm almost positive. And he was very uncomfortable filming the filming the uh the scene with yeah yeah the sex scene yeah the, the sex almost scene? sex scene i was talking about oh really i was talking about uh, who is the other girl not dana uh jules yeah do you remember who plays jules is that anna hutchinson anna hutchinson yeah she um when she's making out with the oh um, the wolf with the with the wolf <laughs> That that that's an amazing scene. They it's also just, it's so powder, weird. they also like put some powder or whatever on the tongue to make uh-huh. it more not as unenjoyable yeah. for her. Yeah. They're just intentionally feeding into all these stereotypes. And it's like, you know, like at, at this point, you know, like we're about eight minutes in, I feel like if you're watching this f- for the first time, you can see, like, you can already see it for what it is. It's, it, it's intentionally going just all in on all of the cliches. Um, and I think that's part of the genius because it sets up something and totally turns it on its head later.
no usually in in movies like these there's like the a plot and the b plot you know like when you know there's stuff happening and then there's the more minor characters and they sometimes they intersect like especially at the end that's definitely what this movie is but you know usually i find myself you know bored by one of the plots and wanting to get back to the other plot this movie like the the a plot and the b plot are both equally engaging so i i i I just love all of it like with hadley and citizen in the in the the bunker and um and then the kids in the cabin it's like there's no dull moments at all no one of my favorites is how it's it's a horror movie it's a comedy movie but it also has slight elements of like because the interns show up Mm -hmm. in the office and they're like like they have some moral backbone but they're like if you're in this business you got to realize shouldn't have anything moral related doesn't matter we don't care we're literally killing people to sacrifice to a god underneath the earth Mm -hmm. i think morality is out of the question yeah barter gas why did chris hemsworth just have a football in his hand at a gas station when he was going to go pump the gas because he's like gonna play some football while they pump the gas dude you've never played football when you're pumping gas come on no i think that will most likely if that scene happened that would be one of the dumbest gas station scenes besides zoolander oh yeah I love how the jump scares are so choreographed um, because that's that that's definitely the point. I knew he was coming too. I've yeah. seen this. Yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love Chris Hemsworth look there. He's like, what? what uh, sure. Every time they say Buckner Place, I always feel like they're saying Butter Place. <laughs> butter Place. <laughs> it's, it's the road there is real slippery, dude. <laughs> Hate you. That's your concern. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Spits out whatever the hell that is. The writing is just so clever. They, um, I read a, I read a, a book, um, about the the making of they um joss whedon and drew goddard like they they stayed in a like they stayed in a house for that. like a week for like a few weeks and they divided up the scenes and then they gave each other each other scenes to read and edit and that it's just like a like a, a 
very wholesome complimentary screenwriter uh, story. Hope to achieve that someday. This like music is very reminiscent to me of like The Shining. Does it give you that vibes too? The cinematography too. Well, I think that was also kind of the point. Yeah. Yeah. Drew Goddard, this is his first directorial debut, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, look at this fake ass eagle. What's your opinion on showing the eagle and the force field here? Um, Because I've heard some people say that like it would have worked better at the force field being a surprise later on but i believe that having the force field just show up later on with no explanation beforehand would be cheap what do you think yeah but see thinking about both ways i don't really know maybe because if they showed it then you know you kind of that's more than just thinking something's up because the government thing already kind of nest you up a little bit but i feel like that was more of like a dead giveaway like oh this is a thing but again what you what you're talking about with when chris hemsworth characters you know yeah yeah right is that chris hemsworth character yes yes it is i feel like i feel like it's not like it's not like because we see the force field i feel like it just feeds into the mystery because we still don't know exactly what's going on if they told you exactly what was going on now only like 14 minutes in I would be pissed, but they still leave it open because it could mean any number of things. It just means really you get the sense that, oh crap, they're going to be trapped here. And that's why I think showing it early on was a good idea as opposed to just bringing it up later. Why was she like scared by the wolf head? She's like, oh. I don't know. It's a wolf. Oh my God. I mean, like, it, me? it's sort of dark and it's kind of scary. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Raccoon, shut up. I always thought this scene was weird. The one I mean, with the with mirror? the mirror. Yeah, I mean. Like, but like weird in a good like story building way because it comes back later when he goes through the mirror to save her from the, the oh. zombies. Um, well, but at like, first, just, I think that was the point. You don't understand why. Yeah, it just it just makes me feel icky for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> it makes me feel like I like because I'm watching him watch her. I feel like it's it it it's like some weird like voyeuristic thing. And I got freaked out too when he just saw. <laughs> Well, he should probably stop looking. Well, I mean, when it's the when it's the hair fluffing thing, I think that's a little more okay. Yeah. Oh, but then this is when he. Yeah. (laughs) You can just walk out of the room, bud. Oh, wait, no, no, don't say this is happening because she doesn't know. (laughs) 
I love how after this scene, he literally goes back in front of the mirror and starts to pull his pants off, knowing full well that it's a two-way mirror. One-way mirror? Sorry. Wait. Like, oh, yeah, one way. <laughs> yeah. Does he do it in his room? Taking yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, well, so he does it in the new room because he moves into that room because they switch rooms here. But then oh. he starts to take his pants off like in front of the mirror knowing full well that she is on the other end probably looking at him so i don't know okay so so general trivia tells me that the film was originally scheduled for release in australia in july 2012 but it was pulled right like right beforehand and then um because already licensed, uh, incensed by the delayed release, the news of canceling its cinema run altogether, because so, so like they weren't going to show it at all, it prompted backlash from, from fans who basically harassed the distributor on Twitter and Facebook uh, with angry hate mail. And they were like, you got to show this movie. And so they did. That's, a, that's like very aggressive. Like, yeah, positive, well, like show the movie. Yeah. Might not have we been see otherwise. This movie will be fantastic. I mean, it was fantastic. So, I didn't see it in theaters, but see and <laughs> yeah, see. It's also he, he, right he, after. He, he literally knows exactly what he's doing. Okay, but like when Whoa. she see, like when she does it, it's okay. But like when we were watching the guy, we were both like uncut. Oh, never mind. Yeah. See. <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing there chad like, in, in my oh book. oh i'm sorry Are you <laughs> oh watching? i'm sorry is this a one-way mirror i is didn't this a one-way mirror that i literally just discussed <laughs> to everyone <laughs> you could have also put something up besides a painting yeah it was so the only thing i guess that, a... that really fit over it you have to do a painting and then a blanket over the painting? I don't know. Well, I don't think the blanket could go over the mirror because the mirror was, like, in the wall. Oh, okay. I think. I don't know. One of my favorite scenes is when they're putting all the things on the board. Yeah. And then they're... Who get... Someone... I can't remember what department it is, but one department... They always get uh, Bradley Whitford's character always gets pissed because he's like they do it every year. Yeah. The um, I know you haven't seen it, but the uh, the writing for these characters in the lab uh, is really reminiscent of Aaron Sorkin in The West Wing. Um it's just quick it's witty it's clever and it just reminds me of that and you know i guess the only connecting thread is bradley whitford he make maybe he's what's making me think of it but still this scene i really think is hilarious because the harbinger calls and he, he's just so he's just so into his role and they're like yeah sure all right all right yeah yeah dude
<laughs> He's like, oh my god, you're right. You are on speakerphone. <laughs> I'm I'm on speakerphone. They just keep messing with him. It's so good. <laughs> the music just says tightrope highway is that a is that is that a band is it a song is it an I album go with I, don't, song. I, don't, I don't know what the hell <laughs> My girlfriend. <laughs> what a douche. Oh, never mind. Less of a douche. Don't kill the gorgeous man. They're endangered. We're endangered. Excuse me. As a representative of the gorgeous men council, we are not endangered. The, oh, um... this cracks me up. <clears throat> The um the <clears throat> the trivia says that Marty remains on the dock because the actor was in much oh, better like shape super than all ripped. of the yeah <clears throat> yeah he was super ripped and so they didn't want him because he's so he a wears stoner. baggy clothes yeah 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 he's a stoner so they didn't want him to to look like that <laughs> oh I love that Bradley Whitford loves mermaids yeah 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 and we get introduced to Ronald the intern here. If they were creative, they wouldn't be in Mayton. <laughs> Such a good line. I just want, <laughs> just, this, moment just want this moment to end. It's more than just people letting off steam. You're literally killing them. Yeah, I mean, letting off steam is 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 not. That's not the definition of letting off steam. If like the old gods are making them do this <clears throat> in this specific formula, like how long have they been doing this? And why aren't there more like more questions about it? You'd think that over the last few centuries, someone would have noticed that like five, six teenagers disappear every year, like in, in the, under the same mysterious circumstances. So let's get this party started is a line that's frequently said in this movie. Yeah. Because Dana says it when she Dana releases later, everything. Yep. Yeah. 
to make out with. Please say Dana. Please say Dana. <laughs> That's a wolf, Marty. Do you know that's a reference to um, Evil Dead Two? Because there is a there is a moose head on the wall in the cabin in Evil Dead Two, and it comes to life and starts screaming at Ash. No problem. Interesting. The wolf's head, the wolf's tongue, was made of silicon and was removable. Imagine the wolf just having no tongue. It'd be very hard to make out with something that doesn't have a tongue. Yeah. I love this little like charade she does. Like, oh, oh, me? Me? <laughs> it's just like a weird role-playing thing. Is that the is that the hair setting in? Do you know? Probably. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I love how this like is... everyone else is like, "Whoa, all right, Jules." I wonder which one of them wrote this. <laughs> Joss Whedon. Joss oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. The wolf's tongue is covered in powdered sugar. So yes, you are. You're correct. Yeah. To give it a dusty look and to make the scene more to tolerable for Anna Hutchison. Makes sense. I mean, honestly, that's, and... that, that, that's kind of me. <laughs> yeah. Chris Hemsworth in this scene, what he looks like, he reminds me of Chris Evans when he was in Not Another Teen Movie. Which I have not seen. I haven't either, but like I've seen like promo pics and stuff where he has like a Letterman jacket. Because yeah. it was one of his first roles. The movie came out in 01, I think. Really? Wow. Because that's when all the big parody movies. Yeah. Came. Like um, like what? Because scary movie came out in ninety nine, right, I think. Right. Yeah. The first scary movie came. When did Scream come out? Ninety six. Ninety six. That makes sense. That that sounds about right. Scary movie, eighty nine, ninety nine. I wish that we learned more about all this crap in the cellar. They um they go into it in uh, the novel, which I've not read, but I own. Um, they like they they talk about every little thing here, and then they talk more about the monsters later. And it it just like like they had to design everything here, and it really shows the production design is fantastic. Why did that scare me? It's a painting. If anything, that creepy ass doll mask would have freaked me out. 
take your top off. Then, why are you so dumb? Somehow, because at the end, they said that they don't think Kurt even has a cousin. So they had to have, like, started this making him dumb thing earlier, right? But then that would void away the him, obviously, being smart. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever works for the plot, I guess, but you know, still. I want to know the story of that film reel, because apparently it unleashes this guy named Kevin, and I want to know about Kevin. Like, what the hell does Kevin do? Kevin? Kevin. That guy's eyes... Because one of the the whole thing is that one of these things would bring out something else, right? Yeah. What if what if Jules had um, like because Dana called out, "Hey guys!" and then they all stopped doing the things. So what if Jules still on? put the necklace on? And what if Kurt still finished doing that before they went over to her? Would there be just like a bunch of monsters roaming around? Probably. Dad was probably giving her a good time then if she screamed the entire night. Well, she did cut her belly open and stuff the hot coals in. So if that's a good time to you, we're never living together. (laughs) (laughs) Some like like some like intern at the at the facility had to write on, under them had so much fun writing these just like went crazy with them or doing this just to fuck with them yeah to fuck with these teenagers it kind of sounds like a lot of fun just making all this crap i would love i feel like bradley whitford's character probably like started as someone that had to write it and then he worked his way up that, that makes sense yeah even he seemed, he seemed obviously Probably not, but that would be hysterical just thinking yeah. Bradley Whitford's character yeah. writing some yeah. of this dumb shit. Do not read the Latin. And then there's the voice just goes, read it. <laughs> read it out loud. It's, just... it's Latin, of course it means something. What are you talking about, Dana? Yeah, it means I'm a dead language. Whoa, all right. That seems like fun. Oh, 
the design of the uh, of the Buckner family is actually pretty cool. Oh yeah, because like they're not just typical zombies, you know. Like they all have something interesting about them. Like Judah is super tall. The mother has like a, the the belly with the hot coals spilling out. Patience only has one arm. Like I don't know what's so different about the the father, but yeah. I love that board. Yeah, I just I just want to know everything on there. Ronald. Redneck torture family. <laughs> They're a completely different species. Some of the um some of the ones on the board are the angry molesting are, tree from the walking which dead. Which is evil uh, dead. Not, not the walking dead, the evil dead. There's, That'd be really um, funny if it was yeah. the walking dead. Yeah. Really, I mean those those are just zombies. A really um, stern Norman Reedus yeah. <laughs> has to do with an angry molesting tree. There's um there's also the uh what else is there? There's the deadites from Evil Dead as well. Yes. There's, there's a um, lot of Evil Dead references. I've yeah. read up on that. Yeah. <laughs> there's the um the um uh the the sphere that Kurt had is obviously very reminiscent of Hellraiser. And later we see the the people who have it, they're like pain demons, which is pretty much what Hellraiser is. But they're on some type pain worship part. That should have been my senior quote. How yeah. funny would that But there been? are insane zombified backwoods idiots. <laughs> I love the casual racism here. What is so like? I am lost about this Japanese thing. Is the Japanese culture just different, or do they still have to get like a virgin, a whore, a jock in like from Japanese school children? But they're like in like the third, yeah. fourth grade. You're I know, get a I know. In the third grade. Yeah. So, like, it must be like depending on what cult, like the culture stereotypes are. Like, this is America, and. Like, so we're seeing a blonde girl shake her ass in front of a fire. What's more American than that, Brennan? <laughs> Put a cheeseburger in her hand and boom. <laughs> slap, slap the McDonald's logo on her back. <laughs> this is so classy. Why are they just I love how Kurt is like this? totally cool with his girlfriend giving everyone lap dances. I think she's just close with her lady bits. Wow. He's like, oh, haha, the pothead starts saying, <laughs> I gotta go now. All right. Little All coffee. right, alpha male. Like, whoa there, Buster. Buster. 
Don't you just love it when the stoner sober up, sobers up, even though he's been stoned the entire movie? I don't think he ever sobers up because the the um because the weed is what is protecting his mind from all the crap that's going on. So I don't think he ever really does sober up. <laughs> A full academic scholarship? God damn. I am envious. Pop facts? <laughs> He's totally still stoned. Nobody speaks Latin, loser. Okay, then why didn't they have him be the guy that read the Latin? I don't know. Downstairs. Because it all has to be Dana's fault. Because she has to blame herself. I don't know. Character things. I didn't write this movie, Brendan. I know you didn't. Oh, no. They're too, they were too far away to lean in for a kiss. It would be a very awkward lean in. Yeah, they As they would be expert. like they would be like. And hold on, let me just. Yeah. As an expert of leaning in on kissing. <laughs> well, all right, Mister Pickup Line. <laughs> We're all alone, and everyone's watching. I'm <laughs> finally realizing. How much Joss Whedon misogyny-esque is showing off a little bit. His not-too-good side. Yeah. Your basic human needs disgust me. <laughs> That's a great line. I never understood what pheromones are. Until now? No, still... You don't understand what they are? No, aren't they just hormones for the air? Pretty much. They're like, you know, uh, it's what some animals give off. Um, I knew that, but like I'm insects. like, isn't the same thing as hormones? Essentially, yes. Well, I, I, I think it's something to stimulate hormones. It's not necessarily hormones themselves. Anna Hutchison had like the easiest filming days because like it, it it it's just all the scenes with them as like with them being normal and as students and then she dies and she doesn't have to do any of the crazy action stuff i totally forgot she died at the beginning yep. that she was the first one to die yeah <laughs> bradley whitford no And yet we are still watching very intently. 
Wait, so are you telling me that the gods have to see her tits? The gods are horny, Brennan. Brennan, even gods get horny sometimes. (laughs) Do people actually do that? Like, just like bite panties and pull them off with their teeth? (laughs) I like the little... As much as the scene makes me a little uncomfortable, I do like the like how they're separate in the scene and then it it goes over a little bit yeah and you see the other guy like yeah oh my god i forgot you see her naked yeah now she can die and i love how like she's still naked during the time when she has to run around and get bloody that seems, sounds like it would kind of suck. I mean, I would, I would, I would yell around and scream too. Honestly, Jules, Jules got the right idea. Hell yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Fuck him up. Oh, as Chris Hemsworth becomes one of many people to take a bear trap to a part of his body that he wouldn't be able to maneuver without. Like later on, Holden gets a bear trap to the back and he's still able to like function normally. Oh, it's so does Marty. Yeah. Yeah, they all get. Everyone they all except get Dana does, right? I think so. Why don't they kill Kurt here? Oh, because he he can't die next. Wait, yeah, Marty has to die next. That's true. Wait, fuck. That would like that would fuck me up so bad. Especially if I was the one who died. Be real fun. Don't you just love it when they're like when they go straight from horny old men to please father forgive us for we have sinned. So this is pretty much like a cult, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it, it like it literally fits in the definition of a cult. It's just they have money. But unfortunately, it's actually real because yeah. at the end, oh, what there are no, of course, there are spoilers. We said this on the third yeah. time. That literally is this, this bullshit. I totally forgot that the gears at the beginning were reminiscent of the gears of all the blood. I never put that yeah. together until just now. Yeah. Because earlier when I said the gears, I was just being awkward. Yeah, that's true. The woman tells him to go for a walk and then he just goes for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk.
Probably what he's what she's telling you. Yeah. Go for a walk. What do you want me to do? You can do a little fucking puppet dance. The classic cliche of I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to. He doesn't. Yeah. Holden is a noble person. He's a nice dude. What do you mean noble? He's doing the right thing. Exactly. He's a nice guy. But not like a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Not a nice guy. There's a difference. What's, what's the difference? Nice guys are only nice because they want girls to like them, and that's literally their only motivation. Nice right. guys are just nice guys. You and I, we're nice guys. We are nice guys, but not nice guys. We are nice guys. We, yeah. I thought you emphasized the guys. When don't think about it genuinely... too much, Brennan. Don't think about it. Just don't, th- don't, don't think about it. Don't think about it. In the scene, you expect there to be a jump scare with patience but instead it's kurt who comes out of nowhere and gives a little jumpy jumpy i totally forgot kurt yeah and then he just do, socks and then he just hits patience in the head i do like the subversion though you fucking zombie bitch <laughs> i forgot that he just sidelines her Are you hesitating? Stop hesitating. We're already halfway through the movie. Yeah. I forgot how much they just... I think like, that... Once they start and they get into it, it just, it just doesn't stop. It just keeps a forward momentum. The pacing is very good in this movie, yeah. I believe. Do you prefer the the second or the first half? Um. Hmm. The second half to me is more horror, but like it's tolerable horror. Yeah. Me. I like it's it. Like, it's the it's like fun. It's, you know horror. they're yeah like they're all getting picked off. Yeah. But it's not in a. I'm an inadvertently dumb teenager college student way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're around the same age. I think Richard Jenkins. I, Richard Jenkins has got to be older. Oh shit! How old is Bradley? Bradley Whitford's like sixty-three, probably. He is. Maybe? No, he's got to be in his fifties. Yeah. Bradley Whitford is 61. You're right. Yeah, he's and older. Richard, he's definitely older than your dad. Richard Jenkins is 73. Yeah. Richard Jenkins looks good for 73. Yeah, he sure does. Well, also, this was, well, one, this this was, this was 11 was years ago. Uh, 12, 12 years ago now. Yeah. But also, don't forget Shape of Water. Yeah. 
That's true. That was four years ago that came out, so it was probably filmed five, six years ago. Yeah. You also love Benicio del Toro. I've never seen Pan's. One of these days, you can show me. You mean mean Guillermo del Toro? I said Benicio. You said Benicio del Toro. Yeah. You can definitely show me Guillermo del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth because I know that that's your favorite movie, or it was for a long time. It it still is. Judah, the man, the myth, the lo- this dude gets a bear trap in his back. Yeah. Also, well, how- it should not have been that noticeable. Yeah. The first conclusion he comes to is that he's on a reality TV show, which, you know, I mean, Jules is dead. I mean, like that's that's that would not be. Then again, he's stoned. So I can't speak for him at all. (laughs) He's got the bong. (laughs) What's great is that the bong does come back later. Yes. It's uh, like, you know, Chekhov's gun. If you use a gun in the first act, it has to come back. And like, like if you introduce a gun in the first act, it has to go off it in the second act. This is uh, this is, this is Chekhov's bong. <laughs> now, is there an alternate to that saying like, if you do use a gun in the first half and you don't in the second half, does it make it worse or something? I don't know. I, I think it's more like, I, th- I think it's more just the, um, I think it's more just the principle of, you know, if, if you set something up, you should be prepared to follow through with it or else why set it up in the, in the first place? I feel like that's the, and you know, like it's only for, you know, it's, it's, it's mainly for movies and, you know, TV shows. Cause books and novels and prose and poetry you know like they they set up stuff all the time that's that that's never never used yeah and right now with all the shaking Bradley Whitford's character played it off as they're excited but it's foreshadowing that it was Judah Buckner's blood that they deposited instead exactly. of Marty's yeah which I love when movies do that even if it makes not too much sense when you think about it too much yeah. But at least they put a little bit of thought into being referenced later. Exactly, yeah. They weren't just um they weren't just, you know, making up things with no excuse. There are and 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 you know that's why it was just rumbling just there because it wasn't actually Marty's blood. The lighting in that scene is, in that, is very good. Yeah. I um, 
I found out a while ago how they do. So you know how in movies they have like people with flashlights, but you can still see their faces. It looks like the light is reflected back on them. Um, I they have that, like so 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 they have like reflector screens right behind the camera. So if there's a light behind like in, in in front of or behind someone, you have the screen there so that the light reflects on them, so you can still see their faces. I actually got one of those for my birthday a few years ago, and I only just um, brought it out recently. It's pretty pretty useful. I've used it before. Oh god! I totally. Why would you pull? I don't know. That it's movie logic or movie have, logic. That would not have helped. Yeah. Damn. Like it's a bear trap. He is going to bleed out <laughs> in not too long a time. As much as I like Dana as a horror movie heroine, it doesn't make much sense. Why? Because she's never really shown. Sorry, that one cracked me up. But, like, she's just, you know, she's there. She never really, they didn't even say some dumb exposition thing about her knowing how to whoop someone's ass or anything. Yeah. Or maybe that's just adrenaline. I don't know. I've never been put in a horror movie situation. I never intend to, but yeah. Yeah, and Holden still has full mobility. He should not still be able to yeah no not at all clearly a reference to uh the ring or as it's known in japan ringu yeah she's a frog With how like that spirit didn't kill any of them, and then he's just yelling "fuck you" at all these little school children. <laughs> I want to know what happened in all of these places. <laughs> Stockholm, Amsterdam. There are like a ton of stories there. Ah, man, they fucked up. Oof. They have the dynamic of like those two overall in an office building that they've been working at for like 25, 30 yeah. years. And they're like, fuck, like, what do you, like, what the fuck do you think I'm doing? Of course I'm trying to get this deadline in. Probably have been working there for a, a long time. 
Oh, electrical, the glitch up top. That was Marty commandeering the elevator. Because when Marty killed Judah Buckner, he he found the elevator and That's he short circuited it. it. And, 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 and we see that later. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't watched this movie in a little bit. It's very, very intelligent, more intelligent than I remember. Imagine being able to drive backwards perfectly in a dark tunnel mm -hmm. while looking backwards. <laughs> I don't know. You can look backwards and the debris doesn't. Yeah. Snap it works. It's all off. perfectly fine. Yeah. But also, they don't know. Obviously, I think it's because of, you know, they were frantic. But like, think about it. They could have killed all three of them in yeah. that landslide. That would, would that that have been bad. Well, that would have been bad or more productive because the thing uh, is to put them. I don't know. Well, they need to die in a specific order, though. That's the thing, right? And for some reason, the zombies know exactly what order, order to do it in, but that's beside the point. Um, well, yeah, so... I'm sure it's because they've been doing it for years. Yeah. It's still a fun movie. It doesn't make too much sense when you. Oh, think oh, oh, for sure. I don't think any. Like, you know, in some movies, the plot holes are too much. And, um, and you know, sometimes they distract. But in, like, in this movie, no way. Like, the good vastly outnumbers anything, any possible shortcomings that they could have. Well, what I love about this is that it kind of, like, I, even though I've seen this, I completely forgot about the bird. Mm-hmm because there's just so much stuff that happened in between that exactly yeah that's true oh but when he but now that he's doing this monologue you remember so i think they could have handled it a little different yeah i mean also i feel like they're just they're you know they're making it very clear for those that care yeah they're like he's got that yeah it's like when you're watching a movie and like, like when you rewatch The Lion King, Mufasa is being all like the best dad character ever. And they're like, and then now that you rewatch, you're like, fuck. They were telling us right away he's gonna die. Yeah. I remember when I first saw this part, I, I think I chuckled a little bit. It is. It it's really funny. If you if, like, if you look at it that way, it's so funny, because like, because like that was literally their last hope. They have nothing that they can do now. At least, at, like, at, at at least in their minds, there is no hope. Oh shit! Marty was right. Oh, well, all right. Didn't remember that that line was in there. How come the zombies aren't after them now? Yeah, well, as we know, like from later, there is a zombie in the in the back of the Rambler. So why why didn't it? Or maybe it, it got in at that, like when they were waiting for Kurt to do the jump. That that would make the most sense. But then, like, how? What is the intelligence level of these zombies? Because like they obviously know what to do, when to do it. So well, I feel like they have some they basic orders. level of intelligence, yeah. 
Isn't there a lake? And that's that's the whole. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't they just swim it if it's only a lake? They could probably swim it, right? Oh, and then he just fucking dies. Oh, poor Holden. I forgot. Yeah, it's a shame. I forgot that's how he died. Yeah, the lake's right there. Yeah. Oh, because this is when Dana becomes kind of sort of badass again. Yes. Because she comes back up and she's fighting the dude. I'm a sucker for underwater scenes sometimes. When because they look sometimes, good, yeah. When they look good, yeah. Like, end of Shape of Water. Like, most of Shape of Water. If it's a Guillermo del Toro movie, chances are it's beautifully done. The Virtuous Death is optional as long as it's last. Yeah. <laughs> he showed a little bit of a moral backbone there, and then everyone yeah. else yeah. was coming in, and he's like, Fuck. Tequila, my lady. I um. I also think it's interesting that they label the virgin's death as optional because you know in the old horror movies the virgin always survives she's the final girl, um. So I think it's interesting how but you know like in more recent horror movies it's like oh we're gonna we're gonna turn this on its head and we're gonna make it different and I feel like this was you know because they they still have to in keep with all the cliches and stereotypes but this but like they made this minor change here which I think really worked that like you know she could die. Um, and, you know, I, I, I feel like in these types of situations, um, you know, every year, the Virgin probably always does die, right? I, I find this scene pretty, f- like, like it messed up funny. Hilarious, definitely. And like, because, like, they're all jamming, and this yeah. girl is just being choked to death by yeah. a chain. Yeah. And then there, and then, like, there are all these little vignettes of people in, interacting in the room and it's it's just amazing (laughs) he loves his merman Ron. Ronald. No, poor guy. Striking out.
Uh oh. See, that's the like when you realize it's like when you're having a party and you get the phone call yeah, that your parents are from on the your way parents, home. Yeah. Which is also something from the Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie mm-hmm. that he was in because that was Roderick Rules and that's when they went out. Yeah. As silly and not smart as those movies are, that scene always gets me really like i find it hysterical we should do commentaries on the wimpy kid movies because i have not seen them in forever i never saw the long haul oh i i didn't either i i didn't oh no wait i think i might have that's all the like, silverstone i completely new yeah, actors i i've heard that it sucks and if i watched it then it definitely sucked it's just like why recast i mean i know the actress got old but still no, they recast everyone. I know they recast everyone because because the actors grew up. But I mean, it still, it was some like Spider Man type shit. Yeah. The prodigal son returns. They show the scene of of Matthew sort of rising out of the water and then they never follow through on it because he never comes back. Seems kind of unwarranted. I think it's more of just to keep the illusion of yeah. danger still coming. S- suspense. Because yeah. say he was knocked out. And not drowned, yeah. That makes sense. probably a good idea to follow him dana yes follow the stoner that's all he's ever done has been stoned the entire movie i also love all the little horror movie easter eggs oh yeah for sure i did dismember that guy with a trowel <laughs> So how are you? What have you been up to? I feel like Marty's relatively sober now. I feel like getting like brutally attacked by a zombie will wake someone up. How did he figure out the maintenance override? I guess he's like, I guess like they're all sort of smart college students, but still.
and how one of the monsters is a giant purple people eater. And then uh, one of the monsters are just three clansmen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But their robes are red instead of white. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. It's deep, right? Oh, shit. This is... This is when it gets horror. Yes. It's like the fun horror, though, because like you keep on looking for these new monsters every time you watch it. There's it's something still a little freaky because this is the giant snake, right? Uh, no, the snake comes out later when Dana unleashes everyone. Don't. Son of a bitch. Why does the elevator just keep moving? I mean, I know it's to like show us new monsters, but still. That's a pretty sick ghost though. I know. Um, I, I just want to know more about all these monsters and how they would have killed these children. <laughs> Not children. I do like but... the... I do like the ambiguity of it, though. Yes, for sure. Ambiguity, ambiguity, ambiguity. Whatever. Is it guity or guity? I always say guity, and, and like, like because it's ambiguous, ambiguity, right? Ambiguous, yeah. yeah. That is friggin' cool. I want to know so, like, can she close those mouths? Like, what's you the... know what's so funny to me? What that that still the face thing still looks better than when is that a hellraiser yeah homage yeah what were we saying face thing that the face thing reminds you of like the the terrible thing in it when oh he just bites off oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's it's like the big exaggerated teeth except these were all practical all like all these effects are practical except like the snake and stuff later on but that's about it a surprising amount of, of practical effects here. Also, she just figured out that that it makes sense though because she saw the ball. Yep, exactly. I mean, if like if a, if a ghost can't get through this, Dana, you 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 won't be able to. So I don't know why. I mean, I know she's having a psychotic break, but still. They're the uh, they're the girls from The Shining. Yeah. Giant centipede, spider. So much cool shit. I w- I want to know more. The um for the for all of the all of the cells with the the boxes with the monsters in them. They filmed all of it. Um, like every single one in, in front of a green screen. So they had to film all of those individually, which I just think is so cool. Like the commitment to this production design is just incredible. I do love scene changes like that, how it goes into the mm-hmm. yeah. the TV and then it just unpixelizes 
I've like I've always been fascinated by just super cool tra- transitions like like that. Oh, this guy played Captain Singh on The Flash. In The Flash, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. Oh, ouch. Ouchie, ouchie. A good work, zombie arm. Now, is this guy dead now, or is he going to be dead when the hand kills him? I don't think he's dead. He just hit his head like bad. Yeah, but like... Also, it would be really dumb if they call him dead when people got chomped in the back with a bear with a bear trap and yeah. didn't die at that time anyway yeah true i love the inclusion of sigourney weaver here how they sort of mentioned the director throughout the whole thing and now we're sort of getting hints that whoa it's going to be played by a big name actor <gasps> sigourney weaver whoa also she's huge in the horror genre because of alien mm-hmm because Alien was one of the first science fiction horror movies, right? Yes. Joss Whedon uh, wrote, uh, co-wrote, I believe, Alien Resurrection, which was the fourth one. Thank God that there just happens to be a module room right there. Yeah. A bulletproof module. Yeah. Honestly, I'm relieved that these characters are actually kind of smart. Let's get this part. I just want to like go through this frame by frame. There's so many friggin' cool monsters here. I mean, I can see this from their perspective, how this would be a great idea, but they definitely know it's going to come back and bite them in the butt. They, like, they've got to, no. I feel like- soldiers? No, 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 Dana and Marty. I mean, like, obviously, like, they were thinking quick on their feet here, but, you know, this shot is so amazing. It's like, it's so CGI, but it's so great. This is when it gets like super high budget, which is totally fine by me. (laughs) The body part just falls from the ceiling. Oh my God. Facehugger, alien, doll people. How they've already set up like torture device things. Yeah. <laughs> that woman's just like, oh, I, I, I'm not going to deal with this shit. Honestly. No, I, it feels like in that, it seems like that it was a manipulation type deal. That's, that's how I interpret it anyway. That's possible. That I interpreted it in like a 
saw type thing like yeah. her friends or people are being tortured interesting that makes sense i always thought she was just ending it because like she doesn't want to be killed by any of these creatures I would be scared shitless right now. Oh, va vampire bat. Why, why did they just wait around for the bat to come out? It could have killed them for all they know. The unicorn? I love the unicorn so much. It just gores this guy. <laughs> it's like, you know, honestly, realistic use for unicorns, killing machines. It's possible. It's just only this and Legends of Tomorrow are ballsy enough to do it. I was I was gonna say Legends. Yeah. Because Legends did that. Yeah. Legends kill, got kill. a lot ballsier than a little tangent off of horror movies. Yeah. For people that are gonna watch this. But like it got a lot ballsier. It got a lot dumber. Yeah. And like sillier, but it also got because with it was the beginning of season five, I think, was the one with Rasputin, right? Um maybe, yeah. What season are they gonna be on? Uh seven. Six, I think. Maybe six. seven? I don't know. So I'm pretty sure it was the beginning of season five. Yeah, where... six. It was the episode. It was the Yeah, it was the season where Ray left. Hold on, I'll tell after this scene. This scene gets oh, me. It's so good. The merman just coming coming out of nowhere. You know, because um, it's like yeah, you, you like you reaped what you sow. Like yeah. you been wanting a mermaid. You know, Citizen said earlier that uh that the um the merman. Is is like a a bitch to clean up after because you know it 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 sprays the blood everywhere. <laughs> such a such an inventive concept. But what was I saying? Uh, Legends inventive show. Yes, because Rasputin when they because they finally had the balls to do the like the Thanus thing. Mm -hmm. like how they made like their parody of it kind of like you know the whole Thanos theory is that ant-man the very comical theory yeah that ant-man would go up or go inside of thanos and then just expand yeah they did it and then but it still didn't kill rasputin so they had to collect his it, little it bits. didn't kill rasputin no because he's like he, he was one of the they called them encores it was historical evil people being resurrected so they and and like they couldn't be killed 
by regular means they had to be killed with a hell weapon um yeah no that that was the whole deal with that um but yeah legends is my favorite uh Arrowverse show currently yeah people were like oh it's kind of like eh and then I'm like I like it I mean I one like I'm a sucker for time travel fair me as well it's it changed its tone I feel like a little bit it's always been silly but it got it leaned more into its silliness which I'm which I didn't really disagree with I liked it yeah Because first season was more going back in time, try, trying to figure out Vandal Savage. First season definitely had a more connective, like like connected and cohesive story. Um, although there were the occasional like filler goof off episode, but like then in later seasons they just totally committed to just having fun. And like I it would that. like hit people with hit like when I think it was third season when uh, Helm of Troy mm-hmm. got into yep. Hollywood. Yeah. And they put her on Themyscira after? Yeah. Yeah. They found a way to incorporate the bigger DC universe while also not really getting into the bigger DC universe. Exactly. Yeah. Because it was like, at first it began as like a like a like a team up show. You know, some of the best side characters Mm -hmm. I'd say some of the best side characters from the other shows come together. Mm -hmm. Because they did backdoor pilots in the arrow and no in arrow and the flash yes it was the legends of legends of uh, legend of today legends of today and the legends of yesterday maybe i don't know yes because the legends of tomorrow is the show yeah kind of reminds me of how they did like the day of the doctor mm-hmm. the time of the doctor and then they did the night of the doctor that was the tiny little like eight minute thing with the eighth mm-hmm. doctor becoming yeah. a becoming the, the war one. Yeah. <gasps> becoming the war doctor. Okay. So the difference in every culture must is the reason why they didn't need a virgin and a whore for yes. the Japanese. Makes sense. I love how Marty's like, well, yeah, I I guess so. Guess I am the fool. The fact that they went in that order, even though the fool was supposed to die before the jock. Before, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, this further just begs the question, how long have they been doing this? But it gives, like, it moralizes what they're doing. Yeah, it justifies it, sort of. Because at the end, you kind of realize. They were right. Like, they they were right. They were not just this crazy cult. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Marty, I feel like that's that's a little a little selfish there. That's like I think it's you're, because you're... Marty didn't grasp the concept of literally Kronos is going to kill everyone. Yeah. Which 
it's been confirmed that that's Cronus. Oh, Cronus, really? right? I, I'm almost positive. I don't, I don't know. They said that it was a Titan Chronos, which kind of takes me I don't off know. to what else is down there. Is it tight? Is it all Titans? Is it the Titans? Is it the gods? It's like I don't know. Is it just different big bads of other religions and everything? Yeah, Vishnu. What? What Vishnu? Why do I know Vishnu? The god of death in um, uh, Hindu culture. Thank India. you. Yeah. The Vishnu, yep. I am become death, destroyer of worlds. That's what Vishnu said. Yeah, literally bites Dana in the jugular and she survives. All right, all right, cool. Cool, cool. I forgot she survived. The fact that you were being... Those aren't silver bullets, bud. I feel like if any monster is should be warded off by bullets, it's not the werewolf because like they didn't even affect the clown, and yet it's the uh, it's the werewolf that is scared off by them. She should not be able to talk. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Honestly, this is a good, a great end for Sigourney Weaver. Not like noble or anything, but it just makes total sense. She was destroyed by the very thing she sought to create and maintain. Yeah. And like the heroes survive, but then they don't. Exactly. You might it's think, like, oh my god, they could stop this. There's still seven minutes left, but no. Nope. They can't. Nope. There's n- there's no way they can. Yeah. All I can think about is how amazing the set designers must be to yeah. figure out the office space and then a cabin in the woods type deal. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to create for this. I mean, what like when you think about it compared to a lot of other movies, it's like, you know, there's not too many different sets, but they really went all out on the ones they did do, which I think makes it a whole lot better. I understand that they wanted to throw in some levity with the, I don't even think Kurt has a cousin, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that kind of throws up a little like, like more plot holes than I feel like that they wanted to. It- it makes you think in the time when you shouldn't be thinking you should be reflecting on what happened and what's and thinking about what's going to happen. I like their use of the, of the cliche of confessing whatever. Right before they're going to die. Yeah. Because usually it's, there's an ex machina. But in this, there yeah. isn't. Pure destruction. They just die. Yeah, they're just straight up giving in. They're just honestly, doobies they, like, and... there's nothing they can do. <laughs> Literally nothing. Because I well, feel like when I mean, you're watching it, you're like... They could kill themselves, but that's... But what would that do? Uh, would just... I, 
if if they did it if they did it before the sun came up but you know oh well They have great chemistry, these two. They all do. Oh, all yeah. all of the all of the kids. They have great chemistry. I love how they didn't go in for like the like the kiss or anything. Like I am forced too. I was forced romance. That. Yeah. Forced romance. <laughs> right Kylo Ren death. and Ray. <laughs> we can get into that in a totally separate time. Yes. And across the stars, another Star Wars podcast you should listen to. Nice, fantastic ending. Um, at, a, no, uh, at a no sugar coating, just yeah. At um, at a press conference, someone asked a reporter oh, asked is there Joss a Whedon, "What? No, it was Drew Goddard. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. They asked. They asked. They like, asked. Is there ever going to be a movie? sequel? And he was like, "Have you seen the ending to the movie? <laughs> it's great. I like how they started off with Sigourney Weaver as the director, and then they went into everyone." Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Um, yeah, so that was Cabin in the Woods. Um, still an, an amazing movie, however many times I rewatch it. This and Hot Fuzz are two movies that I could rewatch over and over again, and uh, Pan's Labyrinth as well. Movies that I could rewatch over and over again, and I probably would not grow tired of them for a long time. Um, yeah, uh, I just really, really liked it. Brennan, what are some of your thoughts? Not as scary as I remembered. I think it's also helped that I've seen it. Yes. But it's still it's still delivered on the two things that they are, a, a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. It, del- it To me, it's still delivered on those two things. They were genuinely funny moments, and they were genuinely kind of like creepy, scary moments. Yeah. And there's also a sense of like morality. But also, like, in both parties. Like, the villains are meant to be these sleazy, crappy government agents. But they're doing it because they have to. Exactly, yeah. The good guy, the bad guys, inadvertently, are the good guys. Because mm-hmm. they're not only doing what they see is right, they're doing what is right for the entire world. If they do not continue with these sacrifices for the millennia that they've been doing it then the entire earth as we know it would would cease to exist yeah. so really they're the heroes of the story i yeah I, I never really realized that it's all a matter of perspective i think that's one thing that the movie does very well it it, it makes you think about the character's motivations and who has a right to do what why are they doing it is it justified? I mean, it all depends on what you think, you know, and, and what you feel and what your opinion on the, and what your moral stance is, you know? I mean, obviously I don't wish that the entire world was destroyed by vengeful, evil, angry gods. Um, but I think it's it's something that the movie really makes you think about. And like horror movies, like, like especially horror comedies that can make you think about something like that, like a concept bigger than it is, bigger than the movie, is a win in my book. And I think this movie, Cabin in the Woods, does it very well. Well, uh, we want to thank you for joining us on our first ever commentary. Hopefully people watch this and we can do more. Um, 
So yeah. Uh, so thank you for watching or listening, whatever platform you're doing this on. And uh, we will see you later. Uh, farewell. Toodaloo. Bye, everyone.